What images spring to mind when you picture an evangelist? Sometimes we think of this adrenaline junkie who could sell ice to Eskimos, just a real salesman with quite the gift of the gab. But then when we consider the people who have actually helped us trust in Jesus along the way, usually we're thinking about people with very different character traits. What's going on there? Simon Peter is often thought of as an arch-evangelist. He is a fisher of fish who becomes a fisher of men. Uh, But in the Gospels, we will see a journey that Peter goes on, a journey from being a brash loudmouth to actually being a loving pastor. And only at the end of the journey is Peter the evangelist that Christ wants him to be. It all begins in Luke chapter 5 with Christ calling him uh, from catching fish to catching people. Here's Luke chapter 5 from verse 1. One day, as Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, with the people crowding round him and listening to the word of God, he saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their uh, their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled to their partners in the, in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord, I am a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish that they had taken. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on, you will catch men. You'll be fishers of men. So they pulled their boats up on shore, left everything, and followed him. Now, Simon here is not called because of his great Bible knowledge, his professional religious qualifications, or his incredible oratory skills. In fact, he's not even a good man. He's a sinner, and he knows it. Falling at Jesus' knees, he just wants Jesus to leave. Jesus does not find a good preacher and change him into a fisher. He finds a fisherman, a bad fisherman at that, a failing fisherman, and he makes him into a preacher. It's not in Peter's power to make himself an evangelist, but when the Lord says, Thou shalt, it has to happen. Now, Peter's early career as an evangelist seems to follow a well-worn path. He starts acting with all the bravado that we associate with modern tele-evangelists. The epitome of his self-assurance emerges in the upper room on the night before Jesus dies. You'll remember the scene in the upper room, Matthew chapter 26, and from verse 35... In fact, we'll go from verse 33. Peter replies, Even if all fall away on account of you, I never will. I tell you the truth, Jesus answered, this very night before the cock crows, you will disown me three times. But Peter declared, Even if I have to die with you, I will never disown you. And all the other disciples said the same. Peter is bold as brass, and he leads the disciples in utter self-confidence. But Jesus knows that this pride in Peter will be his undoing. The man proclaiming his lifelong fidelity to Christ would deny him three times within a matter of hours. Bold Peter is exposed as an evangelistic failure. But broken Peter will show us all the way. 
You see, after Christ's resurrection, we read a very touching scene in John chapter 21. It's the reversal of Luke chapter 5 and of Peter's denials. Again, we see a miraculous catch of fish. But on this occasion, Peter does not want distance from Jesus. He races towards the one he has just betrayed so terribly. Something has happened. Peter knows that there is forgiveness in this crucified and risen master. His sins don't make him flee from Christ. Instead, he flees towards him, swims ashore with all his might as Jesus stands cooking breakfast for his faithless friends. And right here, over a fellowship meal, Jesus recommissions Peter. John chapter 21 from verse 15. When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you truly love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you truly love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, you know all things, Lord. You know that I love, uh, I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. Take care of my sheep. Peter would be not only a fisher of people, but a shepherd too. He would be a pastoral evangelist. And this ministry at the end of John's Gospel, this ministry that Peter would take on from then onwards, this would be founded not on Peter's own brash resolve, but on broken-hearted love. That's the kind of evangelists this world needs. Does this world need more evangelists? That depends. It really depends. Does the world need more Peters? Well, it depends. Which Peter are we talking about? Which Peter are we going to follow? The Peter at the beginning of his career or the Peter at the end of John's Gospel. Let's be fishers of men. Let's be fishers of people. But let's be pastoral fishermen. Let's be those whose ministry is founded not on gifting or qualifications or resolve or righteousness, but on a brokenness over sin, a fleeing to Christ for grace and a love of Jesus that confesses to the world our heartfelt affection. This is the kind of evangelist that the world needs. This is the kind of evangelist that will win the nations. Mm -hmm.